No Sheep Podcast, second edition. And as a business owner, you're going to have things that you just don't like to do. But unfortunately, you have to go through that process to do those things. I think that's the key to success in general, that you surround yourself around good quality people. You're passionate about whatever you do. You are on the second edition of the No Sheep Podcast. Uh, my name is Nate and my buddy Ricky. What's uh, going on? On here again for your listening pleasure. It's been a morning for me, Ricky. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. It's been tough. It's been it's been it's been one of those ones. I just wanna. You ever had a morning you wake up and you just go, I just need to strangle at least three people today. If I don't strangle three people, it's gonna be a bad day. And I'm just getting. And that's kind of how my my morning already started. Started off on the wrong track this morning, but. Ah, you know, I take a deep breath and I go, man, I'm just going to relax, calm down. You know, when I get angry, I don't want to talk. So when I when I don't want to talk, then having to get on a podcast and talk, <laughs> bro, it's it's struggle. But it's a comfort zone. I kind of, I mean, I, don't, I, I just don't like to talk. If, I, if I'm angry, I just, people talk to me when I'm angry and I'm just like, I just don't answer. If you notice that, mm-hmm. it's just because I just don't like to talk. Because I just, if I talk, I'm gonna say some shit I don't want to say. So I'm just like, yeah, just don't say nothing at all, man. Because just it's better just not to say anything in those situations. Because then you already look like a dick because you, you lose your temper. So then after you lose your temper, then you're like, <laughs> then you snap at people that don't have anything to do with it. So it's like you know, just don't say nothing. Just better avoid not it. Say nothing. But I'm here. I'm alive. It's gonna be a good day. My keys fell on the floor somehow and my key fob broke so i got got the wife bringing me my other key fob set up here my coffee dropped on the floor oh what a headache that's a headache what a morning but we got everything hooked up we're rocking and rolling today ricky said he wants to talk about talk about everything and anything today um personally myself uh it's a perfect opportunity to talk about uh business and, and and things that come along with the struggles of business and doing things you don't want to do. Um, I feel like this morning pretty much set it for that. It set that perfect example of I do not want to do a podcast today. Do not want to do this. But we are behind because we've been busy as shit. Yep. So we know we have to put out content. And we're like we're already like five days behind what yeah. we're supposed to be. And, Seven, eight days. Exactly. And the funny thing is, I was going to text you this morning. I was having one in the mornings already too. But I'm like, you know what? Just got to do it. Just get up and grind and go and... And get past it and then be better for it. Yeah, I mean, you. it almost seems like, you know, for me, I, I, was, I was listening to something the other day and it was, it, was, uh, it was Steve Jobs and he said, if you don't have a passion for something, and it's not necessarily the podcast I have a passion for, I think it's cool, it's fun, you know, I enjoy it so far. But in business in general, if you don't have a passion for something, you're going to quit. Yep. Because you're you you you're competing against people who are passionate about whatever oh. it is that they're doing, and any rational person is gonna go, yo, this is really difficult, and I don't think that I want to continue to do this because every day it's like you've been working, you've worked a job before, just like I've worked a job. You know how it is. You don't you hate your fucking job, exactly, right? And you get up every day and you're just like, ah, that's so funny. You, you're excited. You get the job. You're excited for the first two three months maybe, and then and then. A little more time rolls by, and you're like, fuck, this shit sucks. Sucks. Why the hell am I doing? What am I doing here? Why am I here? Now you question your whole life. And now you question your whole <laughs> life. What's going on with me? 
So I definitely, that is very, very true. You got to be passionate about what you do. And if you're passionate about what you do, it's not a job. You're going to yeah. go have fun every day. Yeah, I think. And then what will happen is that naturally other things start to happen. Like people will recognize the passion in, in, in the product that you produce. And then when they recognize, and then you'll, you'll, you'll be, because you're passionate about it, people will feed off the energy. So everybody underneath you who are inside this or are battling the same battle that you're battling, you know, your associates, those people will feel the passion and they'll want to continue to, to, to follow the lead, if you will, because and go to war with you every day because they understand that you're passionate about that product. Now, if you come to work every day and you're just not passionate about it, obviously bad things are probably going to happen. It's going to fall down the line. It's a snowball effect. Yeah, and you, you can only fake it so long. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people out there faking it, though. I mean, and see, and I was the millennials, and I found out, by the way, that you're a millennial, too. I'm a millennial, too? 1984 <laughs> and after. Dang. You're considered a millennial. Wow. So the millennials... And I and and I you know if 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 they consider me a millennial, bro, then millennials ain't too bad. I'm just gonna be honest with you. <laughs> you know they're not too bad. I think there's a newer generation, wherever this new generation is coming out right now with this crazy stuff and these this other this Migos music and all this other stuff. Migos Who the hell can listen to that shit? I'm telling you, bro. The, I kid, to that the shit, kids I, that eat Tide Pods <laughs> and snort condoms. <laughs> Tide Pods and condoms, man. I don't know. When I was a kid. You know, we I I don't remember any crazy thing like that. I mean, you had a couple of crazy psycho kids that would cut themselves and stuff like that. Yeah, I think the thing. Well, I wouldn't say psycho. I just yeah, just little emo, yeah, whatever they, emo they just guys, it, it, it was it cool to cut yourself or something. I don't know. I, the the one thing that I saw when when I was in school was motherfuckers erasing their skin. I never saw that. You told me about that one day. I, I I've never seen people do that. Now I've seen people staple themselves. Yeah, like they'll actually too. open the stapler up and start stapling themselves on their arms, and they'll have like a line of staples going down their their forearm, and it's like these dudes are crazy, bro. But that's it. And th- those are the ones that nowadays would be the ones shooting up to school. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but I mean, you know, back then guns were still available for everyone, and exactly. no one sh- no well, one did it. Well, you had Columbine. That's true. That was that was before our day. That was before us. That was because we we were in high school. Columbine was before we we went to high school, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was, but that was it like was. the first one, though. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, Columbine was like the first real school shooting. I think so, and but now it's happening a lot more. It's happening a lot more now. Yeah. I feel like yeah, it's crazy. It's people, kids, and I think it's the games. It's the games killing kids. The games. <laughs> you know, I played Call of Duty, and I instantly thought, I just want to go just kill like a thousand people right now. That's what you thought? That's what I thought, so I just cut the game off. And you already had them picked out, didn't you? I, you, I had, you already knew one thousand were going. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's a, that's a joke. Please, God, do not come kick my door down. That was a joke. That was such a joke. I'm serious. That was a joke. Now, I don't think that it's the games, though. I, I don't. I, I think that it, I think that the games make the violence. You know, I think the games make the violence more. I, I don't know. I think, bro, you can see so much more off of the videos now that you can see. Like you can see real violence. You can see people mm-hmm. get blown up. Yep. Like in Afghanistan, you can watch it on Facebook. I, I scroll through my Facebook and I see stuff I don't even want to see. You got random people getting blown up from a bomb, and it's not even you're not even prepped for it. It's just boom, you see it. and you see just gore everywhere. It's just now. I think it makes us numb to that, you know. And I, I think and so. I'm not saying that that we're soft in the fact that we we don't want to see people die, but I personally just don't want to see people die. It's just unattractive to me. I just don't think that it's that it's, it's a cool thing. I don't want to. I just 
I know everybody dies, but to see somebody die, see a life yeah, that's twenty mur- something years, seeing somebody die, yeah, and seeing somebody get murdered, I think it's two different things. I think because you can see like, uh, like uh, especially you know people that had their their parents or grandparents already passed away, yeah, from yeah, a yeah, illness yeah. or a sickness or something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then when you watching people get murdered, yeah, and in today's society, you it's think, almost okay. So the thing that gets me is, is like this person has kids or a wife or a, or a husband or. Or a, a, a parent, a parent, because you know, remember that video that was going around for a while? It was like that Mexican lady that got her head cut off, like yeah. on. That yeah, was crazy. On, on was on Facebook. It was on everywhere. Yeah, it was crazy. It was it, ridiculous. That was that was crazy. And then they're holding the head up and stuff, and then you're just like, yo, this is. But you know, I don't want to get off into dead people too much. I hate dead people. Yeah. I hate talking about that. Fucking but dead people. Business. Back to business. Get back to it. Um, this morning, shitty morning, bro. I mean, just. I mean, there's a there's a there's a, a bunch of things that happened at the same time that just went that just took a dive. Dropped my coffee, my keys broke, so my car, my, my truck. I don't know what happened to my keys, but they fell and then they broke. It was kind of a strange thing, and now my keys broke, and now I have to uh, now I gotta call the wife to come bring my second set of keys, and 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 then the, this lady and Duncan, you know how it is. Everybody has these days, right? Everybody. So you 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 you. You go through the process, and I walk in the door, and I not—I just don't want to do the podcast. But then I'm like, okay, calm down. We've been here before, not necessarily with the podcast, but in business in general, where you you're in a situation where you don't want to do this, you don't want to have to do it. And as a business owner, you're going to have things that you just don't like to do. But unfortunately, you have to go through that process to do those things in order to get to a position where you don't have to do those things. Mm-hmm. So you have to bite the bullet. And you may not be passionate about that particular portion of the business, but I think if you love the business and you're passionate about what you do, then, you know, again, it will show on your product and getting back to that. That's the key to, I think, everything, though. I think that's the key to success in general is is that you surround yourself around good quality people and that you're passionate about whatever you do. A lot of people, I was watching another documentary recently or a video, and they talked about... um, how surrounding yourself, like, because in today's day and age, we're Facebook. Like, we have two, th- like, I have like 700 and something friends on my Facebook, mm-hmm. right? Which to me is, I probably should clean it out because I don't even, I know every single one of them, but to be honest with you, if I walked by them, I don't even know if I'd say hello to probably 200 of them. Dang. Like, seriously, easily. Just because they're just different people and life changes. And, you really don't have anything in common. It's very evident well, by the things that you see on Facebook. <clears throat> the funny thing you say that is, you know, would b- Facebook has gone how many years now? I don't know. What it's eight been, nine years? It's been ten years. It's been a while. So we are already. My keys broke. Bye. Bye. So we're we're already you know in a different era, and where where we are in life, and our friends from ten years ago aren't necessarily our friends anymore. Yeah, and life changes. Mm-hmm. I think though, I think that you know that, but that's the problem with millennials, our generation, a little bit. I would say a little bit younger than us, though. I would say that we're probably the last of a, that certain section of millennial. I think there's sections like because it's just life changes so fast that it's not like it used to be where a generation was twenty years or whatever or thirty years or whatever. Nowadays, generations are cutting like I think very short yeah, because things damn. change so fast. So you having to, people are having to adapt, which changes people. So you're seeing significantly more changes in people 
in generations quicker than you are like in past ages where you had like you know the, the generation x and whatever mm-hmm. else and i don't even know the generation i don't even care don't, it has yeah. no relevance to what i have going on so i don't i don't even think about it but the the pa- the fact is is that if you think about it facebook and what i wanted to say was is that it's making us to where we don't have interactions mm-hmm. with people we we you know i see people at a dinner table bro this is crazy to me this is a serious problem you're at a dinner table eating dinner with people and you're in your phone glued to your phone everybody's on their phone i'm looking around like why are you in your phone like this is a problem this is a problem mm-hmm. this is not this is not and i understand if it's business and you have to handle a business transaction that's one thing you know you that's your livelihood and stuff like that but these people are on Facebook and Snapchat and texting. And if you have people around you right now who are you eating dinner with, you need to be engaging with those individuals. That's the whole purpose of being at dinner with people. Exactly. But you see these people who will, and I, I, you, I, am, I fall victim to the fact that I probably put my phone on the dinner table and I'm going to make a more logical choice. And I'm, I'm to not put my phone on the dinner table and put it in my pocket and leave it there. But it's more comfortable when it's not in my pocket when I'm sitting down. That's why I put it on the table. Not because I actually care about who's texting me or whatever. Because we've been to dinner probably quite a few times. I can't think of a time that's bothered me that you or anybody in your party has got on their phone. And I've thought to myself, get the fuck out of your phone. I think it's a big issue because you see it all the time. You know, I'll tell you for us and when we're at we're at home eating and the kids try to bring in their phone when we, when it's time to sit down and eat. Nope. Mm-hmm. Take it back to your room. Whatever the case is, we're not dealing with it. And I think the hardest is uh my son Aiden, my my the youngest. He's always wanting um the phone or a tablet to watch something. But I'm thinking now luckily we're getting him out of that stage. You know, it was a little he had to take a little couple of beatings. He had to get his ass beat a couple of times. <laughs> oh no, don't say that. And uh T F. <laughs> he uh he learned that you know when we're sitting down to eat is for us to have family time and eat not to be on the phone watching some dumbass youtube video and i think you know I, and with that being said it's it's especially when we're out eating and you see everybody else do it it's like one of the things you don't want to see is other people looking at you like damn why is this guy on his phone he's with his family yeah i just think that you you're you're i think we're man we're still young you got so you're 27, right? Yep. And you have a 12 year old, yep. a 10 year old, yeah, and a four year old. So I'm 29, and I have a 12 year old, a nine year old, a well, she'll be six in about a month or less than a month, and a five year old, and it would be five in less than a month too, right? So about a year apart. And we're 29 and 27. Most people don't even start having kids until they're in their late 20s. The first one. Like, we have 12-year-olds. Yeah. That's crazy. So, not to mention the other things that we have going on and this stuff. So, when you think about it, you're having to... And, and what I've recognized is that in parenting and other things that we do, we have... We we talk about parenting probably... We significant part. Because that's mm-hmm. part of our lives. Yeah. We talk about the problems that you're having and I'm having and, like, how I fix some of these issues and how you can fix some of these issues and how you've fixed some problems that with yours. I... I, I personally think when you parents just don't want to parent the children. That's more they're a, of a burden. burden to them. Yeah, they're a burden to them and 
parents and the problem she i personally think that people should not be able to have children just because they can they can i think that there should be some type of regulation or something of the amount of children you can have because mm-hmm. now you're a burden to society because you have five six seven eight kids right and i'm the only one to say this and this is not popular i guarantee this is not popular to any party democratic or republican parties i don't give a shit to most people it's not it's not it's not popular but in china they do it yeah and because they got too many people it's not going to be long before we have that many people too yep. and then here we go we're going to be fighting over we're going to be doing the same type of stuff and we're going to have the same issues that China, that China battles right now. Why not get ahead of that curve right now? Put a, you know, stop people who are not fit to have children. And we all know these people. Everybody no, listening to this me. podcast knows these people, bro. Everybody knows somebody. You got people in prison that are having kids, multiple kids. You know, they go to prison having kids by the guards. <laughs> That's a whole other issue. But you, you got people having kids going to prison. You know, and they get out, go back to prison, pregnant again. You know, you got people who are. By the way, why aren't people being held accountable for having doing drugs while being pregnant? Exactly. Why aren't they being held accountable for that? I can tell I can tell you it's got to be so bad for them to get the kid taken away from them. And I've I've I know I, I have a situation in my family right now where where I'm not going to I can't say specifics, but there was a family member that was on drugs while she was pregnant, on pills really bad two times, two different kids. And neither one of them got taken away. They had to go to some special facility to get the kids off the drugs. Mm-hmm. And they're treating it, treating this individual like a victim. And I do understand that you have a problem. I understand that. But if you have a problem, don't you think you should try to stop while you're pregnant? You understand the repercussions of what's going to happen to this child. And if exactly. you don't understand that, then why are people letting you have another child? Why are yeah. you having another child that you're going to do the same exact thing to? They're going to be mentally disabled in a certain way. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to have certain issues. That are going to put them behind the eight ball in life, so their their lives can be more difficult. Plus, they're gonna, if they get one dose of that Vicodin or Percocet when they turn 17, 18, 19, 20, 25, whatever it might be, they're going to be like, "Whoa, I remember this when I was in the fetus." Yeah. I'm sure that's how it's got to be. There's got to be some some you you got to somewhat remember. Your body's going to want yeah. that because you 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 just you are created addicted to that product. And then once they're born, uh, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but when people go into rehabs. They're given doses of whatever they were taking, slow doses. Yeah, a lot to, of times to to get them off of it. So they lower the dose every time. So I don't believe it's much different with the kids. Yeah, the kids go in there. They still have to. They're still doing the same process. Yeah, and just weaving them off of it. But how embarrassing is that as a parent though? Walk in there having a kid that's addicted to opiates or whatever the, whatever you're doing, heroin mm-hmm. or whatever, and then you're looking at the nurses and the nurses are looking at you like you're disgusting, like. You, you, you're addicted to drugs while you're having a child, like this innocent child that, has, that, has, that can do nothing, right? If that's the case, then, you know, you have an abortion choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, and abortion is so cheap these days. Like, you can have an abortion for an, a minimally invasive, from my understanding, is it's like very quick, easy process. Mm-hmm. And I, it, for the most part, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple of things that, that could go wrong. But from my understanding is I know people who are popping out, who pop out abortions left and right. They don't want condoms. They just do abortions. I know one in particular that's already had six abortions. Wow. And she'll go to different clinics. And I had one chick that I know that was like past the abortion stage and actually found a doctor that would claim that she was in front of the abortion stage and then went and had the abortion. Dang. 
So there's like a cutoff, right? Mm-hmm. Where you can't have the abortion anymore. Well, she went to this abortion clinic. It's like a, I don't know, like a hole in the wall apparently or something. And this doctor was actually going to allow her to have the abortion and claim that they, she, was, she wasn't as far along as she said she was. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's crazy. I mean, it's really stuff that, it's, all this stuff's crazy. But that doesn't really have anything to do with... I mean, we're just talking now at this point, but, you know, I think a lot of people probably agree, probably listen to this thinking, man, you know what? I know somebody. I know somebody. I know kids that are addicted to drugs or whatever the case may be or has an issue. Uh, you know, I know pe- grown people who whose parents were addicted to drugs and they're fine But as they were pregnant. But I also know people who are addicted to drugs and, you know, they're in homes. So Exactly. You know, I think a lot what <clears throat> what's happening is the these parents are doing the drugs while the kids are, you know, growing inside of them. Once they're born, they still do it. And then now the kids in the environment getting mistreated, whatever the case is. I mean, I got I got family that does drugs and, you know, they, they got two little little kids and these little kids are calling their grandma and calling other people because they're hungry. That's crazy. Well, I, I can tell you that that there's that mix up that I we have this conversation all the time. And I know that sounds crazy that these little kids call grandma and they and it's sad. But I'll be honest with you. Them those kids, if they make it through and they actually find some someone finds them at some point when they're in that position where they're prepared to absorb and accept knowledge, whenever it may be now, maybe in the future, they're gonna have a, a, a leg up on everybody else. They will because if, if they've they seen can it. get through it, they have to get through it. Mm-hmm. They have to get through that process. But if they do, they're going to have a leg up on everyone else because they're going to see the real struggle. And we have this conversation all the time. Mm-hmm. How do you teach your children to have that fire without actually giving them the struggle that, that you had situation. to go through, the process that you had to go through? And that's a very difficult thing to to answer. And that's what I think a lot of great parents are trying to answer right now. There's a lot of parents just like us. That maybe didn't have the best of the best going up uh, or worse, and you were trying to give your child better, but without making them entitled, disgusting human beings. Mm-hmm. And that's my thing is I, I don't want my children to be entitled. I don't want my children to be that. But, you know, it all goes along in this whole this whole process of parenting and 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 just business in general as our daily routine is very simple so when you listen to these podcasts you're going to hear a lot of the same things business family um you know like we're going to try i'm trying to focus on like my health quite a bit now i'm getting a little bit older i'm 29 now i'm feeling like everybody on the podcast is ah 29 you know he's a young baby you know look 29 and a, a good friend of mine said something very uh, we was having this conversation. I was telling him how young he was. He was saying he wasn't where he wanted to be. And I said, man, you're still so young. He was like 26, 27 or something. And I'm like, man, you're still really young, dude. I mean, you're doing everything right. You're just going to have to hit it. And you'll get there. And he's like, well, I'm going to sit here and say I'm 27, 28. And when I'm 35, I'm going to say the same thing. When I'm 45, I'm going to say the same thing. And then what? I'm going to be 55 stuck? He said, no, I'm going to start right now. Because the reality is, is I'm prepared to do it now. Mm-hmm. I think that's very interesting. If you, There's no time like the present. That is the truth. So if you're listening to this podcast and you don't you don't feel like you're where you need to be in life, you don't feel like that you're making strides, you get up every day and you hate life, whether no matter what it is, no matter if your parents are pushing you to go to college and you just hate it, or if you, you go, go to a nine to five that sucks, even if you're young, <clears throat> you know, 18, 19 years old, 
there's so many ways to make money now that I'm sure if you wanted to, my recommendation to every person that I talk to, Ricky, is this. It's very simple. Find something you're passionate about and do it. Now, there's going to be different personalities along the way. And you're going to, maybe you're passionate about chemistry or you're passionate about cell phones. If you're passionate about cell phones and you're, you have to, at that point, be real with yourself and say, what kind of person am I? Self-awareness. What is it that I'm good at? Where is it that I fit in? Where is it that I can maximize my potential? Because that is the issue with most people is that they don't fit in where they're supposed to be. They want to be or something they they're think not. they're supposed to be. Exactly. And that's the issue, though. They're not self-aware. They're not aware or they won't accept what they are. A lot of people have the mentality that they want to be the guy. And I'll be honest with you. From being the guy in my business, it's not as great as you think it is. I can promise <laughs> you. I, I promise you that, dude. Like it's I really, true. really promise you that. Like it's, it's very true. It's I've, not as great as you think it is. I've been in that spot with the produce, and it's the same thing. You're you're working more than everybody else, and there's days where you make less than everybody else. Think and, about. Oh, I hate that. That yeah. bothers me so yeah. much because yeah. you're like, and then and they still complain. And they still. Complain it's like you still it. complain about how much you get paid, bro. You know, I took a loss this week. I took a loss, and you got paid, and you sitting here talking about, oh, man, come on, man, come well, on, man. Well, when when you want to be that guy, you want to be, you know, the the head honcho, the guy in charge. You're gonna have to realize that there's gonna be some days where it's not good to be that guy. But you got to be passionate about it, though. Exactly. And you got to be born that way. You have to be born with that. If you're not mm-hmm. born with that, if you're not, everybody's born with it though, or they're not born with it, or they're born with the A, B, C, D type mm-hmm. personality, whatever it is. And, there's personality quizzes and exams and stuff you can take and to find out, and I highly recommend that for everyone. But like you said, you have to be born with it. Yeah. Uh, you have to, you have to, you have to accept. And when you do accept that position, like I have, I've embraced it, and I'll tell you that, yeah, most people don't want this. I can promise you that, or, or they think they want it, and then when they realize what what all in, entails, with the sixty to eighty to ninety hours a week and they're used to working a nine to five, five days a week, and and then they realize real quick, cool, I'm making a little bit more money, but I'm putting in so much more work. If, if you're not passionate about what you do, and you're fail anyways, and if you're, you know, one day it's it's gonna pay off, and and gonna be able to where you're only working 30, 25, 30 hours a week, and being able to to put your time in a couple other things where you can invest money in and and grow from there. But there's gonna be that long process of of getting through the first part of it. And the one thing that I'll say that I was, as employers, we're in a very bad spot right now. And the reason I say that is I say it like this. 15 years ago, people went and found jobs. And that's what they did. They went and found jobs. That was what people did. In today's day and age, people are not, it's not popular to get a job. Mm-hmm. It's popular to go out and be an entrepreneur is what they call it. Well, the reality of it is these people aren't entrepreneurs. They weren't built to be entrepreneurs. Yeah. They ain't got the balls or the guts or the chin to be an entrepreneur. And I'm sorry. I'm just keeping it real. That's very true. And they might think they, they're an entrepreneur until life hits them, until they start having a bad day. And all of a sudden, when, when their questions start coming up, like, hey, we're, we've taken a loss for a whole quarter. What are we going to do to change to fix this loss? Mm-hmm. 
they can't make the choices to get them where they want to be to make the 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 the, the business change. That's the difference between a successful business person and an unsuccessful business person. There's a a lot of very smart, talented people out there right now who who have started businesses and they're like, man, I'm smarter than that guy that that runs this business who's making six figures plus every year. I could definitely do it then. The problem is, is that they don't have the prudence. And if you don't know what prudence is, look it up. Look it up. Dictionary. Look you it up. Know what a dictionary Thesaurus. Is. Whatever you want. <laughs> prudence. They don't have the ability to make decisions. And that's the problem. That's the difference between an A-type personality and most other personalities. Now, there are some people who fit in that PCAP B category that are able to make decisions. Mm-hmm. They just don't either want the stresses that go along with it because my stress level at 29, it's a lot better than it was at 25. I can promise you that. But my stress level now, it's not It's not good. It's not good. It's not a good place. It's not a good... St- you, I'm stressed out all the time, but I'm a lot better off than I used to be and I'm learning how to manage this thing because... I'm making better decisions financially as I got older. You know, when you didn't have anything early, you, you kind of get to a position where you're like, wow, you're like crazy. Yeah. You, you just know, you can spend on everything. everything that you want. Yeah. Now. And now you're in a, I'm in a position where you've been a lot smarter over the last year and a half, two years, especially two, well, I was close enough to two years now. And you, I'm starting to see, okay, if I would have done this from the very beginning, how much further I would be right now relative to where I am now. I'd be a lot further. A lot further. So people need to, number one, be self-aware of what they want to do, um, who they are as a person. If you find someone, Gary Vaynerchuk, I said this already before. I don't know if I said it in the podcast or not, but I told you before. I know he made a very, um, he made an amazing statement. Basically, what he said was, um, if you're young and you want and you don't want to go and create your own thing and you don't want to be your own like number one and there's a lot of individuals like Ricky's a perfect example he could be a number one you could definitely be a number one there's no doubt mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it but I think we both recognize that if you have two individuals that work together as one unit with common good then you you cut the workload in half. Yeah, definitely. And that's and 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 I actually was talking to we we're talking to John Lim at TrackPhone. Uh, he deals with the TrackPhone exclusive program, and he was saying that he had seventeen booth stores, and it was just him running those stores. And I was thinking to myself, I used to be that. I used to have to run everything all the time. Now Ricky's training, helping us go through the process. Now I'm able to market. I wouldn't be able to market right now. Nope, not bro. At all. I I got a phone call. From another track phone dealer last night talking about how 12 activations, bro. For the month? For the month. I thought we were fucking... That's what I thought. And I told him what we were doing. He was like, damn, y'all are killing it. I'm just like, oh, shit. Damn. A pep, little pep in my step. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like, damn, what the hell are we doing wrong? Uh, you know, but if you look at when we cut the dead weight, mm-hmm. when we cut the dead weight, after we cut the dead weight, we look at the trend. Mm-hmm. It's significantly different. It's going up. It's significantly and, different. And I think we also got to be oh, like self-aware mm-hmm. 
of the time, you know, it's one of the worst months for retail. It is. You see all the ads going out. I for just UC. hate. Excu- I hate accepting excuses. It, it though, does. Bro. I hate accepting excuses. But I noticed it. I noticed it yesterday when I checked the mail when I got home. You see, Kohl's sixty percent off. Macy's sixty percent off. Every retail spot now is sending out promotions with these crazy discounts, and then I realized, you know, maybe that's why it's a little slower. But now that you say other other stores only doing twelve. And we're damn near at 40. I mean, I, I feel like now it's like, man, I guess we're doing okay. It's still not where we need to be here. Oh, no, it's nowhere near close. Not, it's not what need to be, needs to be going on. But <clears throat> but if noticed. we look at our trend from, like I said, we cut the weight about a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, cut the cut. I mean, it's significantly different. And I mean, we're doing it with all new guys. All brand new. But that's the point, though. Is, that's a good point, is that that process would not be able to happen if I didn't have you because I would not be able to market and drive traffic through the door and redir- and, and actually be able to focus on that because I think that we don't have to you have to focus on marketing bro you marketing in my eye and my and, and honest to God and I and I wish I would have known this early but marketing is the number one most important thing in business if you don't market you have no customers if you have Zero. no customers you have nothing. So in our business, marketing drives the traffic. From there, step two, create the, make sure you have good quality product. Because if you don't have quality product, it doesn't matter how many customers you bring to yep. the door. Well, I don't know. Look at Boost. Boost is garbage. Hey, Boost. Uh, who else? Who else? Not just Boost. It's Boost. Uh, infomercials. Yep. Uh, like, uh, um, what's the infomercial uh, with, the, with the glue and the brick the, and the, the water? Flex tape. All this the shit. The, it's the bo- most bogus shit. Ever and you got these eighty-year-old dudes and and women. Oh, I can fix now. I can fix my plumbing pipe when it bursts. Well, if, if the infomercials were true, these people that that act in these infomercials have a fucking horrible life. Man, I you how how can they sleep at night knowing that they got over on sixty-five-year-old, eighty-year-old old people? Yep. There's the only people that really buy that product because they're the only ones sitting at home all day watching, watching it. it. They got nothing better to do. They're like, oh, I can don't need duct tape. I'll just order it from the infomercial. And then, you know, once old people discover Amazon, they're like, oh, I don't trust them. Don't trust Amazon. That's the new folks. But they buy from infomercials all day. So they trust some some guy that's scamming them with some tape, some flex. You got a boat. They put a boat together, right? They cut it in half. What a... (laughs) That's the biggest bunch of... It's so crazy. If you watch those commercials really close, you can find discrepancies in what they're saying. You can find like where they're lying, and but they're really good at covering it up, though. They're really good at what they do, and you know what? That's a perfect example of advertisement and why you have to do it. And if you don't, even if you have a shit product, as long as you can make it look good, I mean, and, and at that point, it's so much more expensive to ship it back than it is just to keep it. It's like, ah, why am I gonna ship it back for four dollars to receive four dollars back in my pocket when I can just keep the product? And just use it, I guess, or just throw it away. It's just a waste of time. And that's how yeah. people are. They just don't want to ship it back. And that's how they make it. They make it say, oh, and for additional shipping and handling, you can receive a second flex tape sealer. For free. For free, but only for additional shipping and handling. Like, you're paying the same exact shit. You're just getting an additional. So you're actually, they're actually sell- selling you an extra flex seal tape because the shipping charges are the same. Yeah. So everything that you pay... I think extra is just extra money. Extra money. So, I don't know, man. All I can say is, is that 
I'm excited about where we're at right now as a business. Um, I was telling, we was talking about it. I think we're 20, when did you turn 28? October. So I still got uh, a few, So you got a little while ago. Yeah. yeah, man, you still. So I'm, I'm about what? Uh, and 19 years, 19 months older than you. So, mm-hmm. so that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. So, I mean, by the time you're 35 for sure, I mean, we're going to be in a good spot, bro. Definitely. I mean, I, I as long as I think you keep swinging the bat at the plate and you're going to get base hits, base hits, base hits, and then you're going to score runs. You're going to start scoring runs, scoring runs. Scoring them home runs. Scoring runs. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're going to hit a couple grand slams throughout that process in the, in the game. Throughout those innings, you're going to hit a grand slam. And, you know, you're going to start to see a lot quicker gains. The scoreboard's going to go up a lot faster, especially yep. as you start getting better and more experienced. And that's what we're focusing on right now. And that's what they say, right? It's hard to make the first million, but once you make the first million, it's over. But I think in our position is we both put ourselves in a position. I've seen the changes that you've made, the drastic changes you've made in the last six months that have enabled you to be more capitalized and have Mm -hmm. a lot less stress. And that's where I think a lot of people should be, man. A lot of people need to focus on the stuff. and, and, And I'm in a position now where I can't even remember what I've bought, if anything, in the recent future, in the recent past, I haven't bought nothing. Mm-hmm. If I buy anything, it's necessities or things that which, help us grow our business, yeah, like this podcast equipment. You know, I just think about that all the time. If I would have not spent my money, if you listen to this podcast and you're thinking, I'm broke all the time, if you don't spend it at the sell exchange, you need to really consider stop spending your money. It's very true. Now, if you're spending it here, it's okay. It's okay because, you know, I actually and, want to get into the phone pitch right now. And, and it's so funny. It's so funny, real quick, that you say that because we do have the best pricing. Yeah, now, no, if no doubt. If, if no you're doubt. buying somewhere else, you're, you're wasting your money, but let's get into it. Uh, well, it's guaranteed, guaranteed best pricing. Mm-hmm. We guarantee. We are Amazon in a retail store. Exactly. We're going to give you better than Amazon prices, better than eBay prices with a guarantee up to one-year warranty for every device that we sell. You can't beat that. And in order yep. to stay successful... I don't want to give away our business model because we're killing it. And the yep. bums might try to copy it. Try to copy it. But they're not going to be able to because they there's, there's more to it than just the pricing. Exactly. There's a lot more to it. But that's okay. I don't want to get into it too deep. But I'll just wait for them to fall off. And after they fall off, then we'll, then we'll talk about then it. Then we'll talk about it. <laughs> but, you know, perfect example of, uh, of, of people. Uh, one thing I want to talk about, I'm in the cell phone game. And this recently came up, came to my mind, and I was thinking to myself, man, this is really actually legitimate. People spend money on cars, clothes, stupid shit, stupid shit. All kind of jewelry. Jewelry, stupid shit. Gold teeth. (laughs) All that. They spend their money on all this crazy shit. And they don't spend money on a phone. Now, we just got in talking about how much phone is our life and how we can't even sit at a dinner table without people being on their phone. Mm-hmm. The reality of it is, is that our phones are becoming our wallets with Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, all that type of stuff, right? Our phones are also, um, you know, our, our social life where we're able, like, you know, used to be you have to find a girlfriend by going to the club which is, you know, where a lot of people find their wives or significant others. 
uh, girlfriends or whatever or just some tail for the night or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. So hook up. But now you swipe right. Is it swipe right or right or left? Um, left, I guess, is no. And right is yes. Swipe right. So swipe right. So if you swipe right, now you're a stud. As long as you take the angle, the picture at the right angle. Exactly. And the right filter. If you cover from face up and you, you try to... You know, get the phone above your face the where or it makes you look skinny. <laughs> you know, you know it's a big girl whenever all you have is face pictures. You use face and titties. That's it. <laughs> it's like I didn't. Our, see. Wives, our wives are gonna hear this and be like, oh, "I gotta check their phones now." Uh, probably, probably. But the funny part is, is that you know, we spend money on all this other stuff, and I and I sit here in front of these customers. And they're like, oh, it's just a phone. It's just a phone. And I'm thinking to myself, why are you here then? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? If it's just a phone, why are you even here? Because you shouldn't even be, you should keep the phone you have. Exactly. Because it's just a phone. The, we spend more time with our phones than our family, bro. Our children, our wives, our cars, mm-hmm. our houses, our anything. Our phone is our companion. It's yeah, literally it's on me. 24-7. 24-7. I'm looking at my phone right now like I actually get kind of sad. When I switch phones, I almost get sad. I legit go, damn, like you really held me down, bro. Exactly. Thank you. Because we we communicate with our phone. Obviously, phone, text, or social media. You know, a lot of people are getting dates through their phones. You know, I make a lot of money on my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my phone is very, I'm very dependent upon that. And people say, what's the difference between a $1,000 phone and a $100 phone? A lot. A lot. A whole lot. I'll say this. If you spend $400 or more in the cell exchange, I won't even say that because this Nexus 6P that we have at Total Wireless. Amazing phone. For $190, dude. Ridiculous. That's insane. But those, those are some deals that we get that normally, you know, people normally wouldn't come by. Well, I, and this, I, don't, I, want this, I don't want this to sound like a sales pitch mm-hmm. because it's not a sales pitch. I'm legitimately talking about the transition of people's mentality on cell phones. We need to start thinking about cell phones as a necessity because it is a necessity. Yep. You will not, if you go to work, you go to work right now and you forget your phone. You're turning around. Yep, you're going to be late. You're turning around because you're going back to get your phone. Mm-hmm. You forget your kid. Ah, Larry, uh, listen, I forgot you this morning. Don't worry about going to school, man. Uh, live it home. up, man. Yep. Live it up at the house. Uh, you know, you'll get there tomorrow. Have a good one. That's what it's going to be. Little Larry. It's going to be at home by himself all day. Playing video games. But your phone won't be. Your phone's going to be right in your hip pocket. And that's the sad thing about it is that people don't even recognize that. But we're going to penny pinch on a cell phone. That's going to make the biggest difference in our lives because we're going to be able to take higher quality pictures, which means better quality memories because we're going to have a better definition. We'll be able to see a lot more. Mm -hmm. We're going to have better quality video. We're going to have more video because our phone's not going to be running out of memory. We're not going to have to plug it up to the computer every five minutes so that way we can get the, the memory out of it because we did the right thing by giving it more memory. You know, it actually works in response, so you're able to get things done faster, so you're more efficient throughout your life. You're able to hook it up to your television and use it as a remote and do all these other different things. Mm-hmm. You're able to pay. So if you forget your wallet, you're still solid. You can actually use your phone, which Apple pays on my phone, in 90% of places mm-hmm. that you go, unless there's some rinky-dink hole in the wall, accepts Except Apple Pay. Apple pay. And so you double tap your home button in my case, or your power button, and boom, my credit card pops up, which is the most secure form of processing in the world right now. 
It's more secure than a credit card with a chip. So banks are pushing us to go towards our phones in order to pay. They want us to go to our phone because they don't have the expense of a credit card. Exactly. They don't have to send out that plastic. Yeah. And how much metal, are they wasting every year replacing credit cards and having a credit card company like answering phone calls and, oh, you lost your card. I'm so sad. Mm-hmm. You know, or people going, I didn't make that payment with my with my credit card, Can uh, making the credit card claims. You know what I mean? And, and they're having to go through that process. You know how many man hours that takes to go through that process, mm-hmm. the claims department? I do know. So you're going to have a more secure form of processing now. You're trying to tell me that someone got your face and they did facial recognition on your credit card and bought some stuff? Come on, bro. It's not happening. Yep. So you're going to have a lot less claims because you're going to be able to lock your phone down more. You're going to be able to put more process in, in place to be able to protect the phone and device. Uh, multiple passwords, that type of thing. Uh, and then, you know, Apple is very secure. Uh, I've never gotten a virus on my Apple phone I've or on never, my Mac computers. I've got a, got a virus on my phone. Never. Because Apple doesn't accept that crap in, in the Apple store. And, you know, developers just have not been able to create or develop applications on a mass scale that are going to work and, 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 and get people. Now, that I, yep. now, except for Apple. Now, they'll get you. Yeah, Apple They have you. all your information. Just like Facebook. <laughs> just like Facebook. But you know what? We're 45 minutes deep, man. Um, we're going to start wrapping this thing up. Uh, it's been, I know we're trying to make more content, and we're going we're gonna to bring some more people in. It's just that podcasts take up a lot of time without paying money. And mm-hmm. I love the fact that we do this. It's fun. But I'm going to continue to do this. We're going to find yeah, a way to make it happen. But I just don't want people to think that we just don't want to do it. I do want to do it. I just got to prioritize it inside of what we do because we have lives, man. That's it. We're just like you people out here listening to us right now on the way to work. If you're listening to us right now, you understand that we do the same thing you do. We work every day. We grind. We're going, but with the, the podcast, I feel like like your day started off horrible. Yeah. But now you got a different mindset and you're good. I was gonna do that. Part. I was gonna do that no matter what though. And that's the point though. That's a great point because and that's where the podcast started off at was the fact of what we got going on right now. This morning was on a scale of one to ten of mornings. I don't want to say it was really ex- extremely bad because it's been, I, I, I can imagine <laughs> yeah, worse. a worse one, yeah. car accident or something crazy. But without any major problems, it's been a shitty morning. Mm-hmm. Starting bad and going through the process. But the point is, is that you get through that morning, you do things you don't want to do. We're talking about business. We're talking about being passionate. We're talking about our children. We're talking about all these things that are cell phones where people are, you know, kind of lost, the new millennials and, and how and before we get off this, I wanted to actually talk. I wanted to, I wanted to bring this part up because we talked about it and we left it. We were talking about cell phones and Facebook and social media and new millennials and a new generation. And I really feel like that parents done a shitty job of parenting their kids to have the face-to-face interaction, that, that communication between one another like me and you have. That's the reason why I think we get along so well is because we're able to, I got to text my barber and let him know I'm going to be a little bit late. Um, I have no hair though, <laughs> so it's just a beard, just a beard. So, um, they've done a horrible job parenting. I'm just gonna sit here and say it. Our, our generation, and I say our generation because they they put me in that. This yeah. is 1984 and later, so I'm gonna say it. They're entitled. They feel like that. You know, what do I want? Well, well I want to work a job where I feel like I'm contributing. And I mean something like, well, you've been here for like three months. 
You know what I mean? And to be honest with you, you are a half-assed worker. That's it. Because you don't care about this job. You don't care about anything except for the fact that being a lazy-ass bum, if it's not going your way, you don't want to do it. You don't want to battle through the times where, and I understand it's not, it's not your business. I understand you're not going to give it 100% because it's not your business. And I'm mm-hmm. not asking you to give it 100%. But what I am telling you is this. I pay you every single week. Every single week. And I'm never late. Without fail. But Monday, Tuesday comes around and your big toe hurts and you're late. Now, what happens if I come around on Friday and say, hey. You ain't getting paid till Saturday. ain't getting paid till Saturday because I'm not. My big toe is hurting. <laughs> and this is the problem with these millennial generation is that I feel like, you know, what do you guys want? What does millennials want? What do you guys want? What's, what's attractive as, a, as an employer now? I'm finding myself with younger people. And there's some good ones out there. Don't get me wrong. It's not, not all the same. But I'm talking about these big corporate massive companies that are dealing with these brand new college students that are being taught that they're entitled and that they're, they're the best generation that's ever came and all this other bullshit. 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 Honest to God, most millennials, and especially in that corporate environment, just bitches. Yep. Little crybaby bitches, bro. That's I'm just going to be, I'm just going to, look, and that's not attractive. It's not attractive. People don't want to hear that. But I'm just going to give it to you how it is. They ain't got no balls. I want a bean bag and I want I want a coffee maker and I want to make sure I'm making a difference in this company. And I need a stand-up desk. Uh, yeah, I need a stand-up and, desk. Which, and, uh, by the way, I need to get a stand-up desk, too. Well, I want a stand-up desk, uh, too. We're talking bad about so, it. That's actually pretty damn cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> and it's funny. It's funny, but too. You, that. But you know what? You give them a stand-up desk. They're yep. still not happy. Yep. Still not happy. They and want more. They want more. They want more. My mommy told me that I deserve more. My mommy this. My mommy that. You know what? The problem is is that you want to be an adult, but you're not an adult. Yep. And, and it, it comes time when, when life hits you. We're in the best. You know what's crazy, Ricky, is that I, we, our generation, has, when I say our generation, I mean like our section of the millennials has seen a recession. Mm-hmm. This new, if you're not 23 years older, I would say 24 or older, and not even really, I would say 24 or 25, if not, or older right now, then you've not really seen a recession. Mm-hmm. You've been in a really good time in your life <clears throat> as an adult that you've seen this amazing uh, time in, in America where we're breaking records and we're on the way up. Yep. But when this recession hits and these millennials in this corporate environment who have never really worked a real job because corporate environments, they're getting kind of googly, like Google and Facebook they're kind of different. And it's not necessarily bad, but it's different when you have to work a, a job where not everything goes your way and there's not a 16-point process to get fired. Like, if you don't perform, you get fired. That's how it is in the real world. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you work for the city, it's different. It's crazy how the city and the county and all those other places where if you don't perform, it takes like a 16-point process to get you fired. It's like... Months and months and write months up, and months. Upon write-up, upon write-up. And the write-ups have to be super justified and <clears throat> super in-depth. Yep. And, and the crazy part is as an employer, bro, that's scary because we can't go there. If, if you're not performing, and you're, we're already battling lions when it comes to Amazon and Facebook and these mm-hmm. other people. So in order to battle these lions, we have to, have, we have to be able to compete, and we got to have the best of the best, and we got to be able to go through people quickly. Yep. Without meaning it in a way that's 
uncompassionate because I do have compassion for people in general. I want people to be successful. And I, I've got new people right now that's never been a sales business that we're training up and putting our time and effort in so that way they can be something. And we can create an environment of, because, you know, when, when you bring people from, it's like a, it's like a, I don't want to use an analogy, it's a bad one. But when you bring them in off the streets from not being in construction, a perfect example, Marlon Mendoza. In construction, always in construction. I seen, I know, I know his personality. I knew he had talent, and I said, "Why are you working construction? Because you're not a construction worker." Mm-hmm. I think he just got lost in the fact that he had a child early, and just kind of got lost in the fact that he believed that the right thing to do was to get a job, and to to just live his life and you know provide for his family. He's a provider, so brought Marlon on 2015, and now Marlon is actually opening his own cell phone store mm-hmm. may 8th is opening to see that is just for me it's just amazing i love that feeling from day one i love that feeling dude you to gotta see, see it. it from day one say one day one and he bounced around he went here went there and whatever you know it, he left for a little while to go do cars or something and came back and now he's opened up his own cell phone store and you you know you live and learn and uh, you know he's surely sure enough made his bumps uh, across the way he's still dealing with a few here but uh, he'll get through all that stuff, and you know he's gonna be very successful. And there's no question in my mind because he's got the. Throughout this process, has been very difficult. But those individuals like Men Marlin, we want to find those people, because those people are gonna help us grow. Those people are gonna help us get to where we want to get, as a business. They're gonna have our best mutual interest in mind, mm-hmm. because in an environment where I believe that we've created a situation where we should have mutual interest because your commission structure is based on my interests, which by the way, if you're in a business and you don't have a commission structure, how do you expect people to perform? Stay enticed. Stay. It's a mental thing. Mm-hmm. If you want good quality individuals, they're going to, they're not going to want to just work for $11 an hour. I would never be able to work for just $11 an hour and just be like, Oh fuck it. I'm going home. You know, I think you have to create an environment where people, when they perform, they get more. They get kind of they they want to feel like they're getting rewarded. They get more if they can get more rewarded, whatever commissions, like you said. Then you will start to see them push harder. If they see a light at the end of the tunnel, and it and you can preach you can preach a dream to people and say, hey, listen, if you do this, I'm gonna give you more. Well, you better start giving more when it comes time for them to do more. So you ain't giving more, you can't expect them to stay. And I made that mistake young. Oh, listen, you know you come. You you give me this amount of time, and I'm telling you, I'll give you this, I'll give you that. Well, if it comes time and this person's putting in significant amount of effort and you're not putting out, how the hell do you expect this individual to believe what you say? And that comes through being fiscally responsible, putting yourself in a position to be able to go through the things that you said you were going to do, uh, making the right choices throughout the business, being successful inside the business and marketing and sales training and structures and all that stuff to be able to put yourself in that position. The, 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 to, to, to conclude this thing, Ricky, the fact of the matter is people, if you want to be successful in whatever you do and you want to be happy, you need to be passionate about what you do. If you like video games, then go create video games. If you like or play video games, if you think you can make money doing it, if you're in a position to where you're able to do it because Twitch is getting massive right now. Mm-hmm. I scroll through my Facebook and I see live people playing fucking, what is it called, Foreigners? or What's that new game that everybody's playing? 
uh, that it's like four set or something or four four Fortnite four Fortnite something. Fortnite. It's called Fortnite. I never heard of it. Yesterday was the first day I heard of it. Never heard of it in my life. And then guess what? I scrolled through my Facebook on the videos live Fortnite Fortnite. Like what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. I, I don't care about this. But you got dude making five hundred thousand dollars a month streaming off Fortnite. Telling yeah. people if you beat me in Fortnite, I give you twenty five hundred bucks. So he's getting tons and tons of streamers playing with Drake and Travis Scott, all kinds of crazy stuff. Yep. And but making money. Making money. Doing his thing. Doing what he likes to do. And you don't need five hundred thousand dollars a month to live. Nope. You just need a portion of that. But the reality of it is is those people like him are gonna be the ones making all the money and the rest of the people are making no money. Exactly. And that's just what you got to understand. But he's very passionate. I'm assuming he's very passionate about playing video games. I like FIFA. I play the game video FIFA. Uh, I'm passionate about it. Uh, mm, that's tough to say. I do like it a lot, though. <laughs> I really like FIFA. I really like FIFA. I really enjoy FIFA, bro. I'm not going to lie. I, I, that's like the best game ever invented. And anybody on this podcast that wants to play me in FIFA, you can add me. Okay, I'm not going to give my, my name out because I don't know if this podcast is going to blow up or not. But you can text me at Nate at Trim Cellular, T-R-I-M-M-C-E-L-L-U-L-A-R.com and send me your Xbox name and I will destroy you in FIFA. Guaranteed. Destruction. Destroyed. And we can put money on it if you want. And you better have an ultimate team or I'm not playing because I don't. if you don't have an ultimate team, you're a bum. So that's that simple. <laughs> that's simple. But... Uh, Anyways, um, be passionate about what you do. You know, love what you do. And love, th- and that means the I hate Monday people yeah. are not passionate. No, if you hate Monday, like Ricky just said, you just I when I honestly, bro, I love Mondays because I'm looking at I'm mad when Friday gets there. It's it's crazy to say, but I swear to God, <laughs> it's the truth. I swear to God, when Friday gets around, I'm just kind of like, it's Friday already, dude. Same thing I say all the time. Like, Damn, it's already Saturday. It's already Friday. Because you know there's so much more to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I could do so much more if it was just Tuesday. And then you're and then you're thinking to yourself, how do I balance this? Because I don't want to give too I don't want to I don't want to continue I don't want to work too much. Because I have a family and children and all that type of stuff. So look, at the end of the day, be passionate about what you do. Don't be entitled. Like try to fight that. If you if your parents are teaching you that that, that you're God's gift to earth, mm-hmm. God's you're gift wrong. to man, they're wrong. they're wrong. They're wrong. It's wrong. You you'll get so much farther in life when you start your career, you start a job, or you start whatever you want to do. Give more than what's asked. Yes, and you'll you'll receive in the long run. That is the God's gift. That's a God's honest truth. If you give more than you receive, and you have the right people around you, you will win, guaranteed. But you have to give more than you receive because most people take more than they give. And if you give more than you receive, then the individual at the top will recognize it very quickly and you will be able to get to the next step a lot faster. I want to thank everybody for listening. We're almost an hour in. Me and Ricky got to get to work. We got things yep. to do. We got to go get money. Uh, but uh, it was a pleasure. And uh, this is episode two. If you guys, we'll, we're going to send more coming soon. Uh, we don't have a big following yet, but we will eventually, I'm sure. And uh, anybody else who has any questions or whatnot, I sent my email here. I'll have my uh, video audio guy put it in the uh, description. We'll have an email. And if you guys have any requests that you want to hear, um, we would love to. Uh, we would love to try to do that for you. And uh, Ricky, 
No Sheep, No Sheep. No Sheep Podcast, episode two.